When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett Fesley's here. There's Big Dick Toledo. Back from college. Yeah. <laughs> Moving his... Uh, stepson into that nau dorm that's got to be crazy i had a friend of mine tell me that uh, a couple days ago he had to move his kids into asu and then another buddy who's got his kid out in tcu and uh he's sad about that got yeah. their milk crates all set up with <laughs> yeah their- it's weird when these get like these kids that i've seen for since they were babies Rolling into college dorms and stuff, and I'm like, oh, they're going to impregnate someone. This is like it's it's so strange to think of my my friend uh, Mark, who I've known since fifth grade, has this kid who I've been over at their house and stuff, and then his girlfriend will pop out of the bedroom in his t-shirt and a pair of boxers, and I'm like, he's hosing her like right here while I'm here. And Mark's like, oh, probably, probably. And I'm like, doesn't that bother? It bothers me that I it, he's hosing her. She stays in a different bedroom. She stays the night? He's hosing her. At least she's not a twink. He's like, look, what am I going to do? And I'm like, God, that's <laughs> I'm down the street and I'm losing my mind about this. But, uh, yeah, pregnancies abound in the college world, and that's what Toledo just dropped off, a little carton of sperm to NAU. That's all I think of when I see college kids because, boy, oh, boy, that's all they are. And now, especially with abortion being questionable, forget about it. This is going to be a population explosion. Safety max. Oh, man. All I do is just – did you pack, like, box after box of condoms for him? No, but we were at uh, we were at Target. And by the way, if you could invest in Target for a yeah. week, this, oh, is, the this week is the week to do it. Yeah, it's loaded. Um, it's massive. amazing. Yeah. And, and he, he gets to move in early, so there's not even, you know, half of the students aren't there. 
because he's in the marching band. So they oh. have, they have drills and stuff they got to do. So we were at Target and, and it's still packed because everybody else right, gets the to, band's there. to move in early. And I did pass the condom aisle. Oh, you got to. And I looked. And I knew Lisa was with me. She's a mess already. Oh, so you I, can't tell her. I didn't want to. And that's the worst thing. It's like the, I, the most like necessary item. I, you should get that kid. You can't do it because his mom. There. His mom will lose her mind. Well, I don't want to think of him having unprotected sex here alone. Are you well, doing this, it? Especially because his girlfriend's planning on going up there. Oh, in just, the next couple of weeks, just Amazon it and drop ship it to him. You're <laughs> there, good. There you go. That's a good idea. Thing. Excellent yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah just rubbers and. Yeah. Uh, spermicide fluids or whatever. I don't know what those gels are. I've never used one. Do they work? Evidently. Just... I guarantee she's listening right now. Hangers. Lisa, Lisa, just... Oh, son uh, of a bitches. I, I don't not, even know about not. that because I, I don't buy things for any people, but whatever he said, drop drop, deliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah drop, drop ship, ship it yeah. over there. What is that? I can buy you something and just... Yeah, and they just house? send it to your oh, house. Yeah. Sweet. James' mailing address. Yeah. If I ever buy anything for someone, I'll do that. <laughs> you want his Most address? Time I just, Would you I like his address? Drop... I drop shit in my lap. That's how it happens for me. That's Care package heading yeah. this way. Anyway, yeah, I, that's all I think about. I'm watching my, my my friend's kid was only here for the summer and just hosed the tar out of this girl the whole summer. Like they they left the house, they came home, she was there. I'm like they hosed the whole time. It's like, damn, what are we gonna do? Like you just mop the house, just constantly wipe down. And they've been dating since they were like 12. So he's been at it for a while, but it's just weird to see that college move-in is amazing because everyone runs to. The- Target or wherever oh to get their room supplies. I remember there was a guy that would go around every year. It was like a U-Haul truck, and all it was was filled with eight by ten and seven by ten rugs. And the students would line up because they put a rug in their room. Sure. Every rug. Got to decorate. I was just so we dropped cash. We Ugh. dropped. We bought him a little books bookcase, and so I I went and dropped it on the carpet. Bad thing to do because you should have seen the filth that came oh, yeah. from that carpet. <laughs> I'm like, we yeah. probably should have gotten him a rug. He's got a roomie, a bandmate roomie? He does, but he doesn't move in until Saturday. Oh. He's from uh, he's from here, I think. He was going to go to Texas or something yeah. like that. So. That's good to keep the band living together because, you know, right. you can't just throw in uh, band geek <laughs> right. and then, like, right. you know, NAU lumberjack just come, come, comes oh, they, and picks they, on him the whole time. Mathlete. Yeah, well, you wanna, could have mathletes yeah. and band together. I don't, I don't a, know. I don't think you, you don't want the athlete jocks. and band together. You don't want the jocks, band, and athlete. Yeah. Mathletes and jocks don't mix. Mathlete and band. Nah, Usually they they're, they're pretty they much the same. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They mix. Just one plays the viola all day and the other well, one is. Not only that, but now in, I don't know, if culture, whatever you want to call it, but there is, there is a laundry list of who you want as your roommate and who you don't want. Wow! So you almost get to pick your roommate, and they kind of p- picked each other a little bit, and they've they've been texting and and they called back and forth, so they they know each other a little bit. Oh, so that's catfished! Crazy. I couldn't do that. Creepy catfished. Living with some stranger role in that title part yeah. two. So let's take a look here. I want an Asian. Um, I want him to be shorter than me. I mean, I don't know how you pick a right. Just cram another band geek in there, and let's see how it works. Ugh, miserable. But anyway, yeah, the little your little bucket of reproduction is now on his own. Wait for that phone call when the girlfriend comes rolling up and they have a place to themselves and hose hose house. Ah, the, the only bad thing is like they they've got those loft beds, you know, because there's a dorm room study underneath. Yeah, I don't know if he's pulling the mattress off of that or what he's going to think about yeah, doing, but they'll find a way. I well, hundred percent. Yeah, he's going to push her up against walls or whatever that. <laughs> Communal shower is and blah, yuck. 
High five, Brett. Oh, we never boom. have to deal with that. I'd be such a bad parent. All I'd do is be concerned. Like, you get anybody pregnant, I swear to God, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to stab you with a hanger. Your, your legacy will live on in that little girl's baby, but I'm going to stab you to death if you bring a baby into this world and I'm had, still paying for your meals. I've had to make comments to both boys. Do not. Yeah. In oh. this state now especially. We're going to oh. be making a long drive. You're paying for the gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like high school. you got to pay gas yeah. money to go. <laughs> uh, I go to the, the Toledo senior plan on that one. It's like we're going to be making a long drive. Three of us are leaving and two of us are coming back. My baby. Don't worry about it. That lady knows what she's doing. She raised me from a pup. <laughs> Trust me. You live in Montana. Oh, miserable. Yeah, and college is just a – to me, college is just uh, – we were just talking about that thing with the Hooters and NIL and all that. Hooters is smart. It's a smart move for them. College, once again, managed to be the giant uh, slave system that it is, which is just free labor, uh, charged $125 a ticket for everybody to watch the slaves play back, uh, you know, under the guise of, wow, it's also for the passion of the game. And then they realized, well, these kids do probably need some. So we have been making a fortune off the backs of these guys. We have overpriced our education right. as well. And also, yeah, education's now $100,000. We're pretending that's something we can't just waive. Right. Uh, so they've allowed uh, you know endorsements and money to be made by the players, and there's a couple of players who are making over a million dollars. Hooters just did a thing, and I read it, and I'm like, brilliant on Hooters' part. They're going to get all the um, you know advertising and uh, marketing that they're going to get out of this because they just signed on with like 12 different offensive lines and said, we want the blue-collar hard workers to represent us. So they didn't do individual players. They just gave money to offensive linemen at a few different schools, which is really kind of a great idea by Hooters. Owning their like uh, their images. Right, and, yeah. You can place them in commercials and do all yeah. sorts of them. They get money for it. And all my friend Max is like, uh, you realize that this is just putting targets on college kids. That now the girls don't have to wait to see which ones are going to pro out. You don't have to sit and have a prospect and hope to put your hooks into that guy. They he's got money eating, in college. He's not eating ramen anymore. You can start uh, – the crazy ki- girls can start to, uh, you know, lawsuit central on this guy who just made a million bucks as a freshman. He doesn't know what he's doing. The one picture I remember is Russell Wilson on draft day. He was – he was I think he was married. This is his first wife. Yeah. And her face, they, like, they've made a meme out of it. Two years later, she's out, Sierra's in. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That was a good move on his part, but still, hooks in in college. You got to, you get a student loan, you become a dick for a while. I had a like a twenty two hundred dollar insurance policy I cashed out. I was an asshole for about twelve days. Like I had all the money. All my friends were like, what's going on? I'm like, I got money to burn. I'm loaded. It was nothing. You give a guy twenty thousand bucks, their student loans, they become jerks. Now you give them actual money, like each one of them's making like fifty or sixty grand in college. <laughs> they're going to start hosing dumb girls, and the crazy girls will come out of the woodwork, and the next thing you know, well, rape allegations, lost. Maybe, uh, maybe a little bit more on the volume side of it or the target. No. Yeah. Everything's changed now that it's not supposed to be hidden. The girls didn't know who was making the money. They saw the flashier players, and like, something must be going on. Now these guys are walking around. You know for a fact Brett Vesley, the center for Alabama, gets seventy five grand a year just for being. For, for playing offensive line. And he, they're all getting it. And she's like, I'm going to get him. The crazy girls see. It's good on both sides, though, Absolutely. if you think about it. Yeah. Oh, well, is it? Guy doesn't have to try too hard. That's no, true. but th- those then then there's the ones Linemen have a tougher time. Rape allegation girls. That's the ones you got to worry about. Well, that's true. And lim- that's true. linemen have a tougher time, which means the hot girl coming on to him is going to be a. She's got him. 
The grifting will begin. You just don't want 19-year-olds with exorbitant amount of cash. That's theirs. And I'm not sure how it's set up on that. That's that's one of the questions that uh, they They're don't really... No, up. no. When they sign this deal, you know, like you hear the four guys that have million-dollar deals. Yeah. Is that put in, you know, do they have access to it right away? Yeah. Or do they have to? they're over 18. It's not like you can hold that money back. You can if they're kids because then they, they go into their parents' thing. Yeah. You know, that the Protection Act or the, whatever they did with the actors and things like that. But most of them, um, I should say most of them, but a lot of them will put that away because some of them don't go to the next level where they oh, don't I'm make sure. any money. You're right. College kids are great about just yeah. stocking it away. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. They're so financially it's, and fiscally responsible like with a million dollars. out of every hundred maybe. 100% correct on that one. They're, they're not going to have a guy knock on their door going, hi, I'm a financial advisor. I'd love or, to manage your money and then watch that disappear in a half an hour. Yeah, college kids are great at stuffing it away because you just never know. And I might not turn pro. If you get a million dollars and you're 18 – that means you've been coddled all through high school and, and junior high. You think you're amazing. You you're going yeah, pro. You're going pro. It confirms everything. Injury, I got insurance for that. Yeah, it's it's I have an idea. Let's hand an exorbitant amount of money to the dumbest kids in the planet, college kids. A baby batter on their brain the entire time and now a whole bunch of money in their hands. Genius. Go give a college kid a thousand dollars, and then just say, "Let's just follow him through the day." And he'll be—it'll be a, it'll be gone, unless he's a band geek. Now, those are the ones that if you started paying them a million bucks, like I'm going to sock this away. You never know, rainy day. Yeah. A college athlete, Chris will be okay. Yeah, Chris will be just <laughs> Chris fine. Chris will be afraid yeah. to spend that money. But Hooters is not going to give the tuba section uh, fifty grand just to be the blue collar representatives of Hooters. It's his new instrument, by the way. Yeah, well, Sousaphone. It's just not happening. I don't even know what that is. That's the one that wraps around you with the big. Big horn. Oh, oh it's, so the, it's the tuba that's yeah, yeah, like yeah. for marching band, like yep. the cool tuba. Yep. The cool tuba, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Easier <laughs> marched tuba. Let's call it lighter. the cooler okay. tuba. Okay, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like the uh, what's that thing in Star Wars with that thing that wraps around his head and he welcomes you into this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that's a crazy one. But yeah, college athletes are uh, dumb as stumps and can't be trusted with large sums. You're of talking money. about 20 schools, too, because the only thing I had was. Uh, that I thought, well, it's only going to make the more popular schools better. Yeah, they're going to get, get more get of the, the recruits. bigger, yeah. the better talent, too. Oh, you've, you've phased out the low-end school. Yeah. The, college football has been, and always will be, the largest scam that's ever hit sports. It's fun to watch. The greatest scam. It is huge. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's slavery. It's like everything you're not supposed to do, all wrapped up in tradition. They, they sold tradition and loyalty, and the colors, and all the stuff. They gaslit the while, for years. Yeah, they gaslit you about, well, what, why are you questioning it? It's for the love of the game. What, and meanwhile, that's how colleges just build gigantic facilities and everything else. They say it's donors. B.S. Look at the money. The TV revenue alone from that Big Ten network was ridiculous and that goes beyond yeah beyond like the ticket sales of course they're leaving the pac-12 can't keep up with that what a nightmare schedule can't keep up with that think of that the los angeles schools like we can't keep up with this ohio michigan thing they got going on it is a huge scam and again fun Still football, but they just took something we all love and made an infomercial out of it they're cashing in on the traditions and they're doing it in a way that no other business could. Free labor for decades. Yeah, so, you know, I understand why they gave this opportunity for the players because in the past it would be but using still, the players and they make isn't all that paying money. For it. The colleges are still getting away with it. 
It's but amazing. The players, you're right, but they would be making money off the players on their images. Absolutely, and, likes before and they that. still so, are. The college isn't losing that. The college still owns that player on the field and does whatever they want. Hooters owns their likeness for marketing and advertising yeah. with Hooters and, and can say, hey, we can use your name, number, and school. The school's like, yeah, you guys pay them. We're going to just keep raking in all the revenue. Look, if I, I, I Again, I look at it this way. If my kid was going to get a scholarship and have opportunity to make sponsorships. Of course, because you don't have to pay anything. Right. Why not? Yeah. Of course, yeah. but you're you're missing the point. You're yeah. saying it from a perspective of a guy who doesn't want to pay for college for his kid. It's genius. The college itself, no other business would get away with what they've gotten away with forever, yeah. which is billions of dollars coming in. Would you think you'd work at Hubbard if it's like, hey, guys, it's for the love of radio. Someday this will come out. But we're we're making millions while you do this show. We're not paying you a penny. Hey, you know what else we'll do? We'll make it so Hooters can give you a couple bucks now and again. You'd be like, this is the biggest scam going. If you put it in perspective of your job, and, and, and then some idiot tries to tell you from the side, hey, if my kid loves radio so much that, it, it, that he gets a chance, are you kidding me? Well, then they need to be living on opportunity too, not just the people they've got working there. It's Hey, yeah, Brady, here's ridiculous. my example of collegiate fiscal responsibility. I went to the <laughs> U of A, and my randomly assigned college roommate was from Maryvale. He slept without sheets for the first three weeks. <laughs> I borrowed a car to take him to buy some sheets since he had 20 bucks in his pocket. Had them in his hand for about 30 seconds, then walked by an aisle with Capri Suns. He said he didn't need sheets as much as he wanted tropical punch drink. He failed out after a year. Oh, That's man. a great story. Priorities <laughs> trying to be nice on. to him, and the dude comes out with a box of Trop Sun. Okay, give me some of these capris, man. These are awesome. Hey, you're freezing at night. All night long I listen to your teeth chatter. No sheets. Yeah, I'm just going to sleep on the rack as is. He's from Mario. He's used to sleeping on cots and prison beds and all sorts of stuff. (laughs) That is a great story. You give a college kid a couple bucks and he comes back broke every time. Unless he's in a band. Visas. Oh, that's who they target. That's another, like, the the second you turn 18 and say, hey, I'm going to college, not only that, they give you the Visa card with your college logo on it. They're Mm. killing these kids. Got to go to the bars. And you do. And I did it. And I've watched it happen to everybody else. The good thing about my time as the college kid, ringing up a Sears card, I didn't need to two grand. You get a $2,000 limit at Sears, you'd be surprised how fast you can spend $2,000 at Sears. And I did. Uh, Discover card. I had a visa, and I'm like, I, I, this is crazy. I've got, and I just thought it was free. And then the minimum payment thing. Yeah, yep. I can do ten dollars a month. I don't even know what this easy. means. This is easy. Next thing you know, my two thousand dollar credit is at twenty eight hundred. I'm like, the limit was two thousand. You said, right? Yeah, your limit. This thing's to the moon if you don't want it to. It, they target you because you're so stupid with money. John, oh. can we put a FanDuel right now? I'll take May 10th as the baby shower day for Toledo's kid. Yeah, when are we popping a pink or blue balloon for Wait a minute, which kid are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Chris, Chris will sail through. Alex will be there real soon. Is Alex going to go up for, like, brother day? No. Oh, God, yeah, no. he's not allowed up there by himself. Sibs weekend? Uh, oh, yeah. I think, is that a thing? Yeah. Sibs weekend? Yeah, siblings weekend. No, I get it. Yeah. I understood it. It wasn't like I was struggling. <laughs> oh, no, that's how you were. No. But they call it Sibs Weekend because sibling's too hard to... Sounds I guess yeah. Sibs is cool. Yeah, gotta, and your brothers and sisters show up? I get brothers, but why would your sister ever show up to your boy? You're in the sorority and your younger sister oh, comes up. Oh, if it's up. a girl, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I thought for like you, your sister never came and visited. You're 
No, either yeah. did my brother, but yeah. they were, you know, my brother was just finishing up school. Yeah, his sister was homes. done. I would just. But, but that's like dragging your sister. But in. your like, mom does mom's weekend. I know, and 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 Brenda Middle Hoser is basically what you told me. <laughs> mom's got hosed on. It's it's just meat in the you know, dad's pass house. out and get painted. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we have a we have a guy here at the uh, station indirectly related to us that is uh, a couple years older than me. Went through a divorce a few years ago, and his kid was in a fraternity. And uh, in the way to get out of his divorce sadness was to hang out at the fraternity. Now, he had a bunch of money. And the next thing you know, he's got a nickname, a room, and he is the just golden formula. crushing college <laughs> girls. Because why? He had money. And, he sa- and then he told me I had to worry that it was going to turn and I was going to get a crazy that was going to come after me. Like with a lawyer dad or something like that. So I had that. to bag my room. So he had to bail out on his. <laughs> so it was old school, basically? He I mean, was, was by himself. And he, he, like, the competition, this is so sad, but it was hilarious. The competition was uh, who can get more ass, him or his son, in college. And he was killing it. They weren't roomies, were they? <laughs> God, I hope not. I didn't ask him that. <laughs> you know, he would go home still, but he'd stay, like, on weekends, he'd go to the fraternity and wow. hang out with the boys. He looked good enough to where it was like, you know, I could see where, but he did it, and it's peculiar. Like back to school? Yeah, but he <laughs> crushed it, and it's sad, because he realized, I've got money, this is easy. But he also recognized midway through, oh, my money is my, I have a target on my back now, too, because he's buying rounds for the entire bar. Yeah. So enjoy that. The college is getting going again, and you're a little... Sperm factories up there just waiting to make mistakes. Yeah, I like the idea of May because he's the surprise one. He's the good kid. Mm-hmm. You got the good kid up there at NAU. Yep. The troubled teen is still at the house, but the good kid is up at NAU, and that means and what did the troubled- we're in love and we're getting married. Oh, God damn it, you're 18. <laughs> no, I don't care. She's having my baby. And what did the troubled teen do last night as soon as we got home that stuck a knife right in the side of Lisa? He started moving some of his crap into Chris's room. <laughs> he's already oh, moving oh, yeah. them like, He's not even gone a day. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Ah, didn't miss him. Couldn't wait for him to leave. Now he's, hey, he's got, got two rooms. Dead. Yeah, This room kicks ass. And now that he's dead. He's not dead. Well, whatever to me is. <laughs> so enjoy that if you've got a kid going in. My goodness. Oh. I don't want anything to do with it. That's just another thing on the list of things of like, oh, all I'd do is take my kid hiking into one of those Thai caves. That's it. We got to get rid of this kid. We got to swim your way out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Miserable. Uh, it's 6.06. Also uh, noticed that, uh, uh, we're, uh, well, I'll get into that in a second. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change what I was going to talk about. That's going to go on too long. Uh, the Little League World Series I'll talk about because I don't know if you guys are watching this. Did you see the thing? I haven't. This is a Brett special. The Brett special. The oh. controversy is the Little League World Series. <laughs> now, the, the I think what they do with the Little League World Series is one of the – now, that is truly a cool event uh, that they do make money off of, but it's off of children, so it's okay. Uh, and then uh, 
the league gets uh, its functional championship and everything else. The Orioles and Red Sox, I think, was – was it the Red Sox? I don't remember who they played. Anyway, they showed up to Williamsport. They've got a field there. It's pro-sized, uh, Major League Baseball approved. And they play a game, a pro game, during the season right there in front of them. So the Orioles and I think Red Sox were playing. And all the kids who participate in the Little League World Series get to go. This event is amazing. If you were a Little League player, this would be the greatest thing, yeah. the greatest week and a half of your life there. Not only that, or you got all the tournaments that build up to it. So uh, they're sitting there hanging out. At one point during the game, which I happen to be watching a part of, I was at uh, Phoenix City Grill looking up going, what are they doing there? Uh, one of the uh, players had taken they – gave, they gave him little stuffed animals, and his stuffed animal had a hole in it. And he was pulling the uh, cotton out of it and placing it onto the head of the kid next to him. And right. the kid next yeah. to him looked like, ah, oblivious. Geez, oblivious. But it happened that the kid next to him was an African-American kid. So he covered his head in cotton. Now, a Brett special all the way because right there, covered in cotton. And then his head got huge. So other kids started to pull the cotton out of theirs and they're stacking it on this kid. Well, they showed it on ESPN, what's going on there. And then they kind of cut away. And uh, I don't think the kids were they, – they just knew that it stuck to his hair. They, yeah, didn't, they, yeah. they weren't thinking like, this is like we're the most aggressive, like racist kids ever. And he's helpless. So he's sitting there just acting like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, cause they're stuck and the kid don't care either. He didn't care. None of them knew. Now they all know because controversy at the Little League World Series. Uh, this was this uh, – young racist. Tweeter, tweeters were outraged. At what was going on with this racist endeavor in the stands that no adult tried to stop. Like, you mean kids having fun and not really knowing what racism is until you teach them? Right. Like, you know, just go, hey, don't put, don't put cotton all over that kid. It doesn't matter what color he is. Now, uh, the ones that should be mad are the black parents if they're mad at all. And they weren't mad. The kid wasn't mad. The kids were just playing, having a good time, uh, doing exactly what uh, Martin Luther King wanted. Little white kids, little black kids playing oh, together is. and enjoying each, enjoying themselves, and uh, but it's controversy now. It's very funny because they got they got a ton of cotton on this kid. Now, if you look, it's just little leaguers being little leaguers, right? right. Hey, he said leaguers, right? Night baseball yeah. matchup should be a good one. Atlanta and St. Louis. Damn <laughs> cotton all over. He doesn't seem to be fighting back. Bush, and there Chinese, are some uh, Pacific ESPN Deportes and Radio. <laughs> Once they realize we'll that it sticks, six Eastern baseball tonight, Sunday night. They tore the insides out of all those little frogs or whatever they were given, and they just, they just packed on a giant. Why not, right? <laughs> when in Rome. They so they were mad at ES- they were mad at ESPN for not saying this is racist. They were mad at not making fun awful. The kids are having fun. It's like, well, we all know. Maybe it wasn't cotton. Maybe it was that. It's filament. Po- yeah, that it's foamy, poly- weird polymer. It's a poly blend. Yeah, 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 whatever it was. But uh, they're trying to make things like they're looking for racism. Can't even have Little League World Series kids having a good time. That kid wasn't kid, mad. He was tied down. <laughs> right. It, it just That's looks- right. And then afterwards, they forced him to pull it all out of his head and then go back to a different dorm. None of that happened. They, they, those guys didn't even know. They weren't being racist. They were sticking something to a kid's head. If it was a, you know, an Italian kid with one of, or a Jew, Jewish kid with one of those uh, Jufros, they'd have done the same <laughs> oh, yeah. thing. They were just saying, uh, probably saying, you look like an old man making a big white wig on him. But nope, you can't even have any fun. They told 
11 and 12 year olds. You're racist. So was the team kicked out of the series? Well, probably. And the two of them are going to jail. And I'm like, sure the announcers are in trouble now, too, well, for well, kids just being kids. That's you know? the article I, I read. usually condone things like this. Right. Yeah. Well, the things we just saw in our. T- but it was because Twitter, even the announcers while they were doing it, are like just kids having fun, being kids. Yep. And then Twitter exploded and demanded. And I don't know how it does that. Twitter is a mob of morons. And then it demanded that ESPN apologize. Something needs to be done about this. And they started to go. And this time, kind of finally, there's a little bit of like a calm down. Right. Although it's still all over the place. And ESPN had an article there. And I don't know if it was an apology more than it was just, yeah, we saw it. Uh, nobody saw it as racist until somebody screamed, that's racist. And then you had to go tell your kids, you can't put cotton on a black kid. And then he says, why? Well, see, the history of that is. And then he's like, geez, cotton? Cotton equals uh, don't mention cotton around black kid. Make yourself more uncomfortable around a black kid, uh, white guy. Here's another thing. And what, what, you, you, Did you give him the watermelon rainbow uh, gum? No, he can't have that. You don't <laughs> give that to the black kid. You just Come on. You're making it to where kids were just oblivious to it. That was the celebration. They weren't thinking – cotton they don't what a way to ruin it they don't think like that it is those kids are 10 11 and 12 and now they're on tv going what happened here like what do we do oh you were racist i was let's put them on guard let's teach them racism at the top of its level and then do that that's crt what's crt mean critical race theory oh yeah yeah, you can't do that that's right ah we can't win high five brett oh never have to deal with it I thought you were going to talk about this controversy at the Little League World Oh, the Series. kid that fell out of bed? No. Nope. Oh, what's this? This is... Uh, is he on his phone? So... I think it's a it's, helmet that wraps around. Yeah. It's, oh. a six, it's a sixth inning. Washington is down. was down, I think, 6-1 to start the inning. Sixth inning is the final inning. Right. Washington's the home team. They start coming back, and the other team starts falling apart. Well, here's what the kid says. What? Oh, oh. Leave the field. Oh, I... With the walk, it brings up Braden Rudolph as the tying run. He's basically saying the ump's ump's rigging the game because ESPN needs ESPN wants to come back. (laughs) So his dad is a like got Trump twenty twenty four (laughs) banners, Carrie Lake stuff in his house. This literally game is rigged. And you know what? He might not be wrong because the, the ratings oh. for this are pretty good. The coach said, he goes, I'm not having any of that. We need to refocus. <laughs> Just play the game, kid. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. Get a move on. Look, if, he if, was going if, if Frank Drebin's behind the plate calling balls and strikes wrong just to keep the game alive so we can kill the Queen, We'll fine. look into it afterwards. Yeah. We do our best on the field. You throw your pitches. We'll leave it up. Well, I'll talk about that after. But the kid's initial theory. because it's in that's, dome. But, Only for ESPN. It's all he's, it's all he's heard his yep. entire life is everything's rigged. Elections are rigged. That's a fixed. This went is over there. That's not a strike. Yeah. Fake news. Fake this. That's rigged. The Astros cheat. Like everything this kid's known yep. yeah. is is garbage. And they can't put cotton on a black kid anymore. That used to be fun, <laughs> like a day ago. And now, like we're in so, Dago. I just said it again. <laughs> Damn it! Like twenty four hours earlier, like hey, us and Lamar were having a great time pulling cotton out of a frog and sticking his. You know, his head is sticky. It's like Velcro. Oh, you can't say that. Why? I'm having a great time. He's my new black friend. Why you can't have one of those? You're just going to mess can't it up. Make observations. Let's just stay away from them. That's what we're doing. We're causing divide. I wonder what he thinks now because they got out of that pickle because they won six to yeah. three. Well, so and I'm going, so I wonder if the ESPN well, theory was luckily Brady, one of the kids for Washington, grounded out. Right. 
So left it out of the umpire's hands for balls and strikes. Because that's what he was complaining about. ESPN heard the kid and well, go, we gotta, good, we got to stop. But all the kid did, he put it in play and messed it up that the umpires were just going to walk everybody until it was tied. Hilarious, though, that he's, he's aware of that, that, you know, the, what was it, Billy O'Donohue or whatever, that ref that kept that, the, the, yeah, the, the Sacramento you, Kings out of the yep. championship because the Lakers were going to be in it instead. That's a better thing. It'd be By fun to see the pitches to juice the bases. Oh, it would yeah. have been great if he was huh. rigging it. That looked like a strike. But, yeah, let's teach him how to divide up. Let's teach him how to scream Carrie Lake quotes at the mound. <laughs> it's all rigged, you know. I've got evidence. It's nuts. It's all crazy. So we've got uh, also, speaking of election, uh, it's coming up here in a little bit. We've got a couple months of that. And it's been kind of calmer than I thought, although it has you know, fired up here and there. It's going to get good again. Uh, but I am liking the idea that, uh, in a way, our little Boston Tea Party that's going on are all of you normal people going out because somewhere along the line you figured out how to print out your own election signs. This Dixon Butts guy is all over the place. Another one I got yesterday, and I like this guy. I don't know who to vote for between Dixon Butts and Christian Ramirez. Now, Christian Ramirez is a dude who just took a picture of himself, made, a, made this thing. It says, stacking bodies and banging the hotties. Christian Ramirez, endorsed by your mom. He's got an AR-15. Yeah, that's right. He's dressed like a hunter. He's got my vote. Uh, exactly. Just, I'm, just, just like, that that's it. I'm, I'm into this for... So I want to do one that just says, you're a pussy to vote for the other guy. Because <laughs> I think that would resonate in this day and age of... Your message has to be, what are you, a wimp? He's got an AR-15. I saw some guy with oh, a pickup pulled up on the side of the road on taking all the signs yeah, down. Yeah, he had 30 days to oh, get those out. He was just was miserable. Job. Yeah, of course he was. That's an awful gig. But yeah, they got to get those done. But these new ones, I like this. Unless you, unless you won, you can keep your sign up if you're a winner. Because a Kerry Lake for governor can stay until November, or end of November. All the rest of them, all those losers are getting Part of tugged. winning. All of them losers are getting tugged. And there's more room for uh, Breakmasters and Cary Lake and all that other crap that's going on. But it's uh, pretty great that you average citizens are like, your little stupid uh, stand-up you know, golf hole sponsorship signs that you're doing out there everywhere, we can do that now too, and we're doing it. And seeing Dicks and Butts as many places as I've seen it. Uh, pretty he's, hilarious. There was one he's right getting in the, some right at the entrance of the, the parking market. lot here. They, yeah, the guy was bothering Fitz with it, like yeah. saying stuff about talk about, and then people stole it. Yeah, and oh, are trying okay. to hold it ransom with us. And we're like, we're not going to pay you for. We don't care about that stupid sign, Dixon. But what do we care? But it is a great sign, and I might go around because I still have some of those Caitlin for Governor things that I bought, and I might pop those up here and there. You have the shirt. You got it. No, I got shirts. I got hats. I got the whole shebang once I joined the Caitlin uh, thing. But, yeah, seeing that you guys have figured it out will make it so they're going to cross their arms and go, hey, you're not taking our little sign seriously. A picture of you is not enough to get me to vote for you, you idiot. That's name recognition, which is all we go on anymore. But Dixon Butts, Christian Ramirez, I'm, I'm thinking maybe write-ins. They're in the hunt. You're in it just as much as the rest of them. I know as much about you guys as I do the other ones. You know what I do know about Dixon Butts and Christian Ramirez? I've never heard them argue uh, with another person uh, <laughs> for 20 minutes about the stupidest crap I've ever heard in my life. They've seemed to be the most level-headed of all of them. <laughs> and Christian throwing out the AR-15 in his picture is a real sol- – I don't know if he meant that kind of satire, but it really hits home because the other guys, you know, she's been a proud NRA member her whole life in the shore at the range. Pop, pop. 
Like, that's no different than just posing with the gun in your stupid street ads. Getting out of her fighter jet. That was my favorite. My favorite one was when Martha McSally talked about how many how many rags she had hanging on her wall. It's like, I've, I've crushed so many turbans, it's ridiculous. I used to I used to shoot them out of the sky. I used to carpet bomb. Put another kill on the nose of the plane. Uh, yeah. Decal. I, mean, I had to get a new plane. I had too many lines on it. It looked like an Ohio State helmet by the end. <laughs> Covered in kills. Anyway, you should vote for me. I've killed a ton of Afghani folk. She's the only one who's been to war. The only one who knew how to fly. She's got 3,000 sorties, all successful. Well, that means she killed them all. Every one of them hit their target. Martha McButters. <laughs> it was the best. So once we started to realize that what we want, and we've always been like that. Kennedy, PT-109, that was a big thing. Eisenhower killed a bunch of people. I guess we're proud of that. He's a war hero. Now we can get video footage of him climbing out of their death machines. Backfired in that take helmet. I had for, uh, for this one. Here's another one that says Austin Head. I love Head. <laughs> That's another campaign sign. Like, great stuff. Keep it up because they're littering our streets with their crap. At least make some of them funny. I like satire. I like jokey jokes. When we've had it, that's a weird way of, uh, you know, the Minutemen tossing the tea in the harbor. That's kind of our strange little, like, enough already. These signs are annoying. So let's, you know, I Love Head is a, a oh, yeah. fantastic. I think it's good. So election season's got another month and we're going to start getting really bothered by it all. And Katie Hobbs won't have a debate with Carrie Lake because Carrie Lake's insane. Right. <laughs> and she's afraid of her. Right. Which makes me like Carrie Lake more mm. and think Katie Hobbs, well, she can't stand up to her opponent. How can she run a state if she can't handle a crazy person? Guess what? Have you been to Sholo? The whole city's that way. There aren't many sane people. You're gonna. You're asking to run the whole state. I need you to be able to handle one nutbag. I'm kind of. It's kind of making me root for Carrie Lake at this point. The crazier she gets, the hotter she gets. I still have that problem. That's a man problem. The crazier so, Carrie Lake gets, the more I'm like, God, she's pretty. They've been uh, throwing around that off that hot mic video of hers where oh. she's. Talking about the 20-somethings. Yeah. F them. F them. Like she was all mad on the news. Like, the last couple of weeks she was there. Yep. Like she had it in her head she was quitting. Uh, she was I don't done. think anybody at Fox she knew. She was done. And Ron just, Hoon looks at her and is like, like, Jesus, she's looking hot today. <laughs> the crazier she gets, the more I'm like, I think she's, like, doing ab work, too. Whatever she's doing, she's getting smoking. And then to have that other one cowering in a corner, oh, that just makes her, her size. Like, we got her running scared like a little mouse. If Carrie Lake shows up at the debate with an AR strapped around her back, I, this is going to be the greatest election season of all time. I'm here for the laughs. I don't really care who wins. I know, I know. I'm sorry to all of you entrenched in, in, in your side. Did you see this one? Things will get done. What's that one? Oh, uh, BDE, Big Dick Energy. I forgot that. That's right. Jay Todd. Yeah. Nice. Is that Jay Todd? Yeah. artwork. <laughs> yeah, we got a politician that's a big fan of Ron DeSantis and – Trump, because they got some BDE brewing. <laughs> Time we had a little more BDE out there. That's solid. Good work, gang. Can't sexualize it anymore. A female politician go, we need some more big dick energy. In that. Oh, God. <laughs> That's hot. And then I saw another thing, because we got, well, the golf tournament. We'll talk about this in a second, but the, there's a fake golf tournament guy just got nabbed here in town. He's been pretending to do a golf tournament and getting people to pay him. 
Oh, like a five thousand dollars. I don't know. You could even charge that kind of cash for a golf tournament. Wow. Getting five grand, and then he had some other scam going with golf balls uh, that he's like, if you buy this many, I'll sell them uh, to wounded warriors or something. I had some wounded wow. warriors thing, and he was doing some crazy skin never once silverleaf was the golf course like we don't know anything about this <laughs> like he's just telling people it's a silverleaf give me a few grand we're putting it together for wounded warriors and uh um i was reading the comments on the story when i saw it and one lady evidently her husband's done something horrible in the last month because through all this all of it golf courses are like a den and a bastion of infidelity and horrible things and i'm like what oh, in the hell happened to you burned Somebody asked, like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, they sexualized those poor cart girls. And she's on some crusade. I didn't know that was a thing. She's on a next door app, too, where she's like, we have to make it so cart girls aren't cute. Like, you got to get them out of the dainty little outfits. Evidently, her husband hosed a cart girl. And she is furious. And so, you know, I kind of clicked on her to see what else her comments were. <laughs> Everything's about cart girls. All of it. Her name's Cat something. Everything's about cart girls. Everything. <laughs> she she just hates, wants pigs out there now? She wants Ask hogs the or men. Girls yeah, yeah. How much they like their job. That's the, I, well, Mackenzie at uh, Talking Stick was, she popped, oh, it's the best. I was golfing with Dale Hellestray and his son in law and uh, a guy named Nash. And we're playing and they're like, and the guys behind us are like, hey, Holmberg. And they hit and they all look like ZZ Top. And so they're like, do any of your listeners have teeth? Or I'm like, they have their teeth, and they're playing at the, they're playing pee posh. They're playing a nice course. You they're on the same golf course as us. You'd be nice. Like, hey, ZZ Top just hit into us again. So he's like, those those are the only people that recognize Holmberg. And I started laughing. I'm like, you'd be surprised. Mackenzie the cart girl comes rolling around, and she, she I give her my credit card to pay, and she goes, Holmberg from the radio. Oh, I've been listening to you with my dad the whole. Time. I love the show. And, and Dale's like, oh great, here we go. And I'm like, see, boys, here's what we've got here. Mackenzie is a super sweet girl and uh, very nice. And so to her and her dad, thanks for everything. And then uh, she drives away. And as is customary on a golf course, every guy comments on what we think of the car girl. And everybody gave her a thumbs up and we moved on. Uh, If she was in a pair of like, you know, like in some sort of smock. And I think that's what most women want that aren't comfortable with themselves is women dressed like what we picture Russian breadlines to look like. Like a babushka and a she big gown. Comes out in a pioneer dress. <laughs> right, yeah. What do you want? <laughs> and, and ask every cart girl. Ask Mackenzie, the cart girl, how often these guys, as you drink as a guy, and she comes by in her little golf tennis skirt and tight shirt because she's in shape and stuff. We do it, Brady, and it's wrong. We know it's wrong, but it's part of the game. When there's an ugly cart girl, we don't get much from her. <laughs> we, we send her on her way. Wait, for the Am other I wrong? Come back. No. It's uh, the way it works. I, one of the greatest moments I've ever had on a golf course was judgmental towards the cart girl. Uh, there was two cart girls on a course. I'm not going to say who said it, but he used to play professional baseball. <laughs> one girl was beautiful. Beautiful. And then the second cart girl you rooted for not to come by again. So we were waiting. We'd see the car girl, and he's sitting in the car with me. Which one are we getting this time? And I'm like, oh, it's the uh, – it's the. Um, well, I need a drink anyway, so stop her. So if it was a hot one, we were guaranteed going to stop her. The ugly one, we're questioning our own hydration. <laughs> so she comes by again, and he's standing next to me. Brett, you're going to poop. <laughs> standing next to me. Because I did. Yeah, oh, I did too. And I, it's hard to make me turtle. This dude, he kicked her square in the goods. So standing next to me, the ugly cart girl – is this perform- former professional baseball player who is, by the way, like 6'2", uh, just a ton of macho just yeah. coming off of the dude. 
He's just all man and almost – like I felt male toxicity for the first time. I knew what that toxic man feeling was sitting with him. I loved him. I think he was funny. So he's, uh, he's sitting there and he looks and he goes, hey, uh, Holmberg, you know a good dentist? I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, I need a dentist. I gotta, you need a good dentist? You straighten out teeth and stuff? I'm like, yeah, actually, my dentist is really good. I got a good one. He goes, why don't you give her your, his card? Because <laughs> she had bad teeth. <laughs> and I swear I'm standing there a foot oh, from her. And he, right there. he walks away. <laughs> and I'm just looking at the girl, and she's like, 2380. <laughs> I am so incredibly sorry for that. I'm okay on drinks. I don't and, need I mean, one. Then now I can't stop looking at her picket <laughs> fence of teeth. Like she's got teeth all over the place. It looks like an old barn fence. Oh. Why don't you give her his card? Just walks away and looks at me like, ah, deal with that. <laughs> Thanks what for the drink. And I'm looking right at her. I have no idea what to do. I, I've like, do I help? What she kind knows. of tips you throw her after oh, that? Oh, <laughs> monstrous. I think she got $100. And like, for, she got the card. I gave her the card, yeah. Giving her a tip. Here's Dr. Doherty's card. You're going to need this. But yeah, I, it was. Uh, and, I, and But also because I'm dark inside, I was fighting back the biggest laugh of my life because I couldn't believe. <laughs> The hey, balls, the bravery, and the oh. actually great line, but not at her expense. She didn't. She didn't sign yeah. up for that. Like, take a shot at me, hit That's me. Something you clearly yeah. do behind the person's back. Punch me. Yes, <laughs> you do that like a good person when they drive away and you talk about their acne or their teeth or whatever. Oh, give her his card. <laughs> okay, That's late. Brutal. I do. I think I gave her a hundred bucks here. Just. Go crazy getting your teeth fixed. Yeah, just put this towards it. Yeah, put this towards it. It's only get those front two done. And anyway, sorry, you should go gnaw on some wood or something. <laughs> Horrible. Got they, back in the cart like it never happened. Just, <laughs> just sipping his beer, and I'm like, "You horrible, horrible bastard!" And he goes, "What? She needs help." <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's. I guess it was a public service, you dick. But cart girls that are hot. Sorry, ladies who want moo-moos and nobody to find anyone attractive except you. Uh, car girls dress that way because it makes a ton of money. And we're not supposed to sexualize them. And we're not, but we do. We're visual beasts. And we're playing a sport. And they're playing the game. They're in on it. These girls aren't being sexual traffic cart girls. They're, they're in on it. They want to do this. And sometimes the ugly ones are in on it. And they wear the little outfits and make you appreciate the good ones. It's not a strip club, but damn it, it's close. The tips are better for the better-looking ones, period. It's the same thing as a, a like a... a the, the revenue for the course? Oh, beyond that, I don't care. They For them, they know. The revenue for the course eventually... If, look, that cat complainer is right. Eventually, if you just had girls dressed up in jeans and big shirts... A year or so would pass, and we're like, we don't have hot cart girls anymore. We're still going to play the game. We're not going for the cart girl. We're still going to play the game. But it is kind of fun to have that moment for each guy to have that male toxic kind of energy <laughs> to talk about whether, like, you know, when Dale and I played that time, and he goes, well, cart girl's got hidden boobs. Like, she's smashing them down. We both noticed. I wish those things just unfurl. Like, that's what we talk about. You can't take that from us. We've got the BDE. <laughs> Sometimes we have to get rid of the BDE. Or you end up wandering through them all, throwing hatchets at people. The more you sexually repress the guy, so we can't have that little, you know, steam valve exhaust outlet. Psst, psst, psst. Every once in a while, I'll let out some of the pressure. 
Something terrible's going to happen. But cart girls have to be somewhat good looking and dressed in clothes that you don't normally see like all over. Like something you'd be like, Jesus, she's dressed in this, I don't know, like ballerinas. I don't know. Make, I, they, some of them are dressed so strange. I don't know what you call that little skirt with the, culottes under it. The golf skirt. I guess it's a golf skirt, but it's also tennis. Like yeah, they, tennis. It's, yeah. Very it's very similar. unique, and you wouldn't wear it anywhere else. And I'm like, all of them have super tight. I don't know where to get the shirts either. Like super tight. Like tops. It's, it's a great move. And I guarantee you that, that the tips are higher for the better looking ones. Sorry, pig, who's mad about it and can't even have this fake. The, the, the story was about a guy robbing from the wounded warriors. And she goes on this crusade to get rid of cart girls in the middle of the Nothing good happens on a golf course, I'll tell you that. My husband was Krispy Kreme and some golf whore. <laughs> it's like, that's nobody's fault, so you sort that out at home. That's because of what she had on. No, I think it's because he was married to a shrew. 99% of the golfers are going, that happens? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. 9% of golfers are like, I know, I can't, I don't know how to do this. I'm talking about hosing the cart girl. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. We all know what happens. It happens all the time. <laughs> There's rich guys, young girls looking for cash. That's a dangerous combination. Cart girls get hosed a lot. God bless them. Yeah. The good ones know not to do it, yeah. but they get hosed a lot. Every time you, in fact, I would make this as a safe fan duel bet. Every time you go to a golf course where there was a hot cart girl, you can almost guarantee if she's not there anymore, one of the golfers took her away. She got she she's in a, an apartment either being you know sugar daddied or she's the new wife. I met how many seventy year old men are like this is my cart girl wife. Oh my god, where'd you meet cart girl? We'll take them right out. We'll take them out of that life. They don't have to you know slut drinks around for idiots on a golf course. Deal with the likes of Dale Hellistry. What's your name? Stop it, Dale. Stop talking to the help. Where are you from? She's she's being nice because you're paying her. But they do. On the good rich ones, they'll do it. Keep cart girls hot. Who knew? That was something we'd have to fight. And make it okay to put, like, white kids and black kids doing stuff together. They might slip up and do something that we think is racist, but that wasn't racist. Sticking uh, cotton to a black guy's head is racist if I do it. But if a little kid does it, he doesn't know any different. It's innocence, and it's a beautiful thing. That's the goal, is to make it so nobody even knows what racism is. Jesus, Holmberg, I always knew Mark Grace was a dick. It wasn't Grace. You, you haven't heard of the guy. <laughs> he played for like 20 years and you never heard of him. Right. I guarantee you. He, was a he got a series, didn't he? Middle, yeah, middle relief. Yeah, but played forever. Yeah. Uh, hilarious. I, we haven't talked to him in forever. I'd love to get back on the golf course with him again. See how he's doing. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800 as we keep America pretty. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.